We are back. We are back to the good stuff. All of that horrible stuff is over. International break's done. Back to the Premier League. Joining me this week to review our away match against West Ham United is football podcaster and broadcaster Martin Sanders and Rob Maddox at St. Rob on Twitter, the king of Saints Twitter, um, as uh, as people like to call him. <laughs> um, chaps, uh, I don't know how, how closely you've uh, you followed followed West Ham this season. It's been reasonably, our paths as football teams since we've sort of come back into the Premier League have almost been, almost mirrored each other really in ways in, in that, you know, we, we were both promoted in the same year. We've both stayed in ever since. We've both had troubles with relegation. We've both been in Europe and now we're both back down here again. So, you know, have you boys, uh, you know, I'll start with you, Martin, um, but but have you guys been sort of following following their progress and, and do you see any similarities at all? I've watched West Ham a lot over the last few years. Um, they probably fared a little bit better than us at, at times. They've had some European runs, haven't they? They've done well. They've got into Europe. I think when they, when Moyes went in there, he had a good impact. They'd done really well under him as a manager. I just think it's turned a bit sour the last few years. Maybe it's just just maybe run its course with the manager. But you know they're they're quite ambitious with their signings. It's a totally different strategy to Southampton in the way that we go about doing our transfer business, where we're looking to buy younger players. They're, and they're not scared to buy any you know experienced players like they did with Danny Ings. They wanted to bring someone in to try and keep them in the division. And I think they've got a player that will, will give them a hell of a chance. Must win for him the weekend, David Moyes. Um, people that I talk to in the game feel he'd be sacked if they lose to us at the weekend. Yeah, that'd be quite an interesting one. I feel like he's been on thin ice for a while. Um, so be be curious to see um, whether whether he'd survive that. What about you, Rob? Have you sort of um, kept kept one eye on him, knowing, knowing sort of how poor they've been this season so far? Yeah, absolutely. So, so my grandfather's actually a West Ham fan. So it's always a team which I, I keep a close eye on. Luckily, he's sailing somewhere out in Thailand without any data. So if we do lose at the weekend, I, I won't get any cheeky messages from him, which is great. Um, but no, I, I think I think West Ham season's really interesting because you look at the summer transfer window they had. Personally, for me, I thought they had a really good window. The, the, the two key players there was obviously Lucas Paqueta from, from Lyon uh, and, Scam- and Scamacca coming in from, from Sassuolo. I, I thought those were two uh, really integral signings to, to kind of the West Ham that we saw from last year, who obviously want to push on. Um, they wanted to cement themselves in that best for the rest, uh, best of the rest fight uh, in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Martin. I, I think with, with David Moyes, I speak to a lot of West Ham fans online that I'm quite close to. Um, it feels like the only reason why Moyes is still in with a job is because of the Conference League. I mean, they're, they're favourites for the Conference League. Um, I think it's quite similar to the discussion West Ham fans are probably having at the moment compared to where Saints were before the Grimsby game. You know, would you take relegation if it meant a, uh, a trophy and a European trophy at that? Um, and I think I, I think a lot of them would take that trophy, to be honest with you, Josh. But um, no, I, I think I think overall West Ham's yeah it's a very disappointing season. They have a good squad. They've shown that before last season. Jared Bowen was absolutely on fire, and he just for some reason he hasn't picked up that the, those the goal and assist which he which he got last season. Players like Skamaka have been exiled from the squad. You know the conversations with Moyes obviously haven't gone very well for him. That's what Moyes has said in press conferences that he wants more from him and Paqueta. and uh, it just feels like they're a little bit muddled. And if they go down, they'll be the best team on paper to ever go down. Um, and I, I don't think they're out of the question at all because obviously they're in the relegation zone playing us in a six-pointer on Sunday. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You said uh, your your granddad's a, a West Ham fan and my, my brother-in-law's a West Ham fan and I work with him day in, day out. So every Ouch. single weekend I've had it about West Ham. So, so I know it, I know it all. Um, so yeah, it's, it is interesting. I agree with the point about um, about Skamaka and stuff because I remember him being really excited that they'd signed him and he was going to be Italy's next number nine and this great player and stuff. And they hadn't, he just didn't hit the ground running, but it continued like that. Um, God knows we've had a few a few players like that, but he, another one that that is interesting as well because I I thought they did quite good business in the summer was that of um, they signed Naya Fajer from um, I can't remember Rens I think it was who's actually mm-hmm. who started the season injured um, sort of was back around the World Cup time okay, I think yeah. he's I think he's a mustard centre half at times I think he's yeah. a really good player um, they signed Tilo Tilo Kera from PSG which looked mm-hmm. like a great bit of business, but has sort of tanked. He's really, he's quite a weak link in their side, especially when he's being played at right back from what I know. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. that's a, that's a chance for Suleimana, but God knows whether he'll be there or Ben Johnson, but also Maxwell Corne, who they picked up from Burnley, who's not, not really seen anything at all. So yeah, I think I agree on paper that their, their transfers look great, but it's just, Again, everything just seems to have plateaued. In, I think it depends which West Ham fan you talk to, but I mean, there's a lot that's happened from the top down at that club this year, isn't there? I mean, with um, David Gold passing away and then, um, you know, mm-hmm. not knowing what was going on with, with that sort of thing. And then Mark Noble coming in sort of almost mid-season as a director of football and, and just all sorts has been happening. And, and they yeah. can't quite seem to to get hold of any sort of form at all. Um I mean, aside from aside from sort of how uh, how not, not how how poor they've been um, this season, I, I do I personally think that they're there for the taking. But obviously, we've been weakened over the international break, Martin, with um with a couple of injuries. Do you think that um that could hinder us, or do you feel like this could be a could be an opportunity for for certain members to step up? I'm concerned about the injuries. Yeah, definitely. I thought Salasu coming in played really well. In the game against Tottenham in the second half, I thought he was invaluable. I thought he showed he's experienced. Look, he he's he's improved a lot over the last couple of years, and I'd I'd rather see him in there than anybody else if he if he's fit. You know, we want to be, obviously, but we know Belicotcha will be out. There's no doubt that he that he won't play. So we really want to see Salasu in there at the weekend. I think the midfield battle will be really interesting. Um, with Sim, how Lavia come back? He's made his made his debut for for it. For his country, I was delighted for him because I've, I've been. I've, we, I think we've all spoke about him all season. What a wonderful talent he is, and what a wonderful player he is. But that midfield battle in there with uh, with Declan Rice will be really interesting. I think he's fared so well against everybody he's played against from Mario Lavia, and it, it would be it'd be a good battle, the midfield battle, um, for sure. But yeah, like you say, the injuries we we, we definitely want to see Salasu fit. That's for sure. And we'll, we'll wait for that press conference tomorrow, Josh, where. Um, we hopefully get a little bit more news, but I, you know, you know what they're like. These press conferences are always a bit cagey, aren't they? They don't give away all the information that we, we really need. And the other one's Shay Adams. There was talk of Shay and his, his injury. He's been been really important, hasn't he, for us? He played well against Spurs. And, and what, what what do they do? You know, I don't know what you two think. If if Shay isn't available at the at the weekend and he's injured, who starts up top? It's a great question. I mean, for for me personally, I thought. I'll let you, um, yeah, I'll let you yeah, I, I thought Mara put in a really good shift when he come off the bench. I thought 
really, really good. Obviously, good, really nice assist for for Theo to set up, set up the second goal. Um, and he put himself about. The boy's got a leap on him. He's a lot more. Uh, well, if, if you want a pressing forward, Mara is that man over Paul um, on Atu. Um, but I think the club spent big money on Paul. Um, and obviously, he's his goal scoring record in Belgium was very good. I'm yet to be convinced of his. Premier League quality, should I say? Um, but I think against against quite a physical West Ham team, I think he he offers us a little, a little bit of a sharper edge rather than than Amara, who who might be a little bit more blunt uh, going forward. I think Paul against Chelsea showed that his link up play was very good, especially against physical centre backs like Badiashile, um, and that could be key if we're playing with Sulemana and Walcott either side of him to get to get him behind because West Ham's fullbacks that's where we got that's where we need to hurt them. Sufal and Cresswell are not very good, so. I'd probably start Paul. Sekamara off the bench has shown that he can do it off the bench. So let let that be the plan, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I definitely agree with agree with um, Paul. Um, I think he he needs to be utilised, um, especially against West Ham. The thing, my thing is with Mara is he's definitely sort of proven himself to be more of an impact player than a than a starting player. Every every time he seems to get that chance to start. It never really works out. I think there was that glimpse, if I remember rightly, he started early early doors against I think it was Leicester, and he had a, dis- a goal disallowed, and it looked like oh this you know he's brilliant, and that was just shortly after he put in a brilliant cameo against Leeds, and that that ball out wide that was that that ended up with a goal. Um, thought we'd had a proper proper sign in, and it just everything just sort of went downhill. Every time he starts, he can't seem to take the game by the balls. He, he he's almost frightened. Um, so I think Paul is Paul is definitely the way to go if uh, if Shea isn't available. Um, and yeah, I agree about the fullbacks as well. Um, I think I could be wrong, but from what I know, Soufal was injured, um, and West Ham tried to refuse him to go on international break, and Czech Republic put, called him up anyways. Um, so that pissed uh, David Moyes off a bit, from what I know. Um, so mm. he may may or may not be playing, but I think you're right. Their fullbacks are the the weakest part of their team. And no matter who's playing there, Soufal, Ben Johnson, Tilo Kera, mm. down that right-hand side, they're so, so weak. They can't figure it out. So Suleimana mm. should feast. He should feast at the weekend. <laughs> I think it's a massive chance. Key, key word is should. Um, what about players? <laughs> should, yeah. What about players like, um, like Charlie, Rob? Do you think he could really... He could really do something in a game like this. I mean, he would be sort of directly head to head with Declan Rice. If so, I, I think uh, uh, to use a word that you used earlier, I think Charlie Alcaraz is mustard. Um, I think I, I'm I've been very very honest and open about my love for 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 Charlie Alcaraz. I think he adds a dynamism that we don't have. Um, I think he, he he's incredibly athletic. He knows he, he he's he's the pressing pressing trigger for our front line. When he goes, everyone else goes, and I think that shows his his footballing maturity um, for, for for Ruben Sellers to kind of give him that role. I think we've seen him play as a number ten. We've also seen him alongside Che a lot against Brentford um, and against Man United. He was basically playing off of Che. Uh, we saw the goal against Leicester. That's an, a prime example of that. Um, he can play as a number eight. He can play as a number ten. He can play him out wide. I I'm a really big fan of Alcaraz. Uh, I think it'll be interesting coming up against a player like Rice. Um, Rice, are, you know, obviously a fantastic player, we know. However, he's just played uh, a couple of matches worth of international football. 
So how how fresh will he be? We're obviously not too sure. Um, I I really like Alcaraz. I think he's he's a must in our team. And if he does get a little bit tired, we saw in the training photos that his knee is still um, taped up, his left knee, obviously from that from that slide uh, after his Leicester goal. But I think if if he's struggling to do ninety minutes, play him for sixty if he can, and then we have a ready made replacement in Stuart Armstrong right on the bench. Almost a no-brainer in the end, isn't it? I, I agree. I agree. I think that's um that's the way to go, Charlie. We've said I think. Uh, it's been a lot of Saints fans have said Charlie Prousey Lavia is the three and that that full stop end of story but uh, obviously he likes to tinker doesn't he with Moy and, and Stu and um, God forbid Moy's anywhere near the team um, Martin this weekend's fixtures I take uh, personally I, I'm quite um, I'm taking quite a lot of encouragement from it but obviously you need to focus on your own points um, what, what do you think how big of a game is this knowing that You've got Everton to play Spurs, Bournemouth are playing a high-flying Fulham and Leeds have to play Arsenal. Nothing surprises you now in this Premier League though, does it? Because like Bournemouth go to the Emirates and they put in a hell of a performance and they nearly walk away with something a couple of weeks. Wait, so you just like you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, Spurs but don't travel well. They go to Goodison. You know, Goodison on a Monday night would be absolutely bouncing. A massive game for them. You know, th- there's a chance that they just could get something. You just don't know. I think we have we have to really focus on what we're all about. The one thing I want to see us do that that's frustrated me certainly in the Tottenham game early on is too passive, too passive about what we're doing. We're too safe. Playing Moy and Stewart in the same side, I don't think it works, and it won't win us Premier League games. We need players now that are going to win us games. So we're going to have to be brave. My fear is that I'm not sure. He'll want to go for the juggler on Sunday, but he has to because it's a must win. We can't lose. I don't think a point's any good because we've already played a game more. Give it, you know, they walk away with another three points, becomes four, game in hand. It's just, it's going to, we're going to start cutting cutting ourselves off. So like Rob said, I think Charlie Alcaraz is an absolute must in that side. I was shocked he didn't start against against Spurs, but he was superb when he came on. And so was Silamana. Takes people up on, he draws fouls. And how we finished that last 15 minutes against Spurs, we, we need to do that from the get-go. We really need to start having a go at sides because there's no doubt we've got match winners in the side. There are match winners there. But all the you know, tippy-tappy, like Lavia has got an incredible pass on him. We, we saw with the, with, with, the, with the pass that he played... Um, to Theo Walcott for Shea's first goal against um, against Tottenham. What a pass! He took like two, three players out, out of the field with just uh, just one touch. And we really need to look to go in, like you say, getting behind their fullbacks and causing problems. We've got the players to do it. They need to be on the pitch. And like I said, we said on the podcast loads of times, didn't we, Josh? We just don't see what Moy brings to the side. I don't know what Rob, Rob thinks about it, but I just don't see what he brings. He's too safe. Yeah, I, I I can understand why every manager we've had plays him is because he he this is going to sound like such a cliche, and I hate it, but he he works hard and he can play multiple positions. And when you're a manager, that's like gold dust, right? If he's any good, then you know that's another conversation. But I completely agree that in the situation we're in, Moya Lianusi is not the answer. Let, let's think, shall we, right? So if we play him in a midfield three, which is where sometimes he likes to be played, we have Charlie Alcaraz and Stuart Armstrong, who are both fit and both better. If we play him out wide, we now have Fear Walcott and we have Suleimana who's stepping up. And if we play him as a number 10, then Charlie Alcaraz takes that role anyway. So there's there's no reason why Moy should be in this team when they're, when we have better players available who are better in those certain positions that he's good at. 
or, or adapting to. So, yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I, I understand why he does get game time. But in this situation, Martin's absolutely spot on. We need match winners. We need three points. We need goals. Moy Elinusi does not bring that. Yeah, he scored at West Ham. I can see the comments already. He scored at West Ham last season for sure, but not, not in this scenario. No way. No, not at all. Last season, let's be fair, was was pretty much the Armando Brozier show anyway. Um, so I don't I don't think um, Moy added a, a great deal apart from that little uh, poacher's goal he got. He's um, yeah, he's poor in my opinion. I don't want him. I don't want him near the team. Um, we'll I think we'll we'll find out a lot more um, tomorrow with with um, with the what what Ruben says uh, to give us a clue as to who's playing. You never want players to get injured ever um, because it's horrible, but it can also provide opportunities as well. I'm hoping that this is the opportunity that we could see poor old Sammy Dozy get back in um, into the squad at least because that that kid is uh, it's gutting for him to have been, to have been outcast in the in the fashion he has. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you touched well, Josh, on, you touched just, on last season. Just, just to jump in there, sorry, mate. I'm sorry. So, so we'll find out tomorrow because the B team play tomorrow. If some of those is in the squad, he won't be at West Ham. If he yeah. isn't in the squad, then it's quite likely he will be. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? We look we look for the B team selection now. Um, yeah, this that's quite a new thing. Given that um, Moyes is, I, I hear this from a lot of people. Obviously, I don't watch them all the time, but I hear that Moyes is very much a man who will set a team up to not lose rather than to win. Um, and again, boy, do we know that feeling. Is fighting fire with fire is not going to be the winner in this one, clearly, um, because you just have a very stale nil-nil. Um, where, at this point, we need to start getting three, game, uh, three points from games um, like this one, especially. Uh, Rob, where... Do you feel like, I mean, we mentioned the fullbacks briefly, so you might you feel free to say it again, but where do you feel like the game is probably going to be be won or lost in this one? Game Games are won and lost in the midfield. I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. Um, I think if you look at... <laughs> If you look at their midfielders, obviously we've already mentioned Declan Rice, Lavia, Alcaraz, uh, Ward Prowse, of course. Lucas Paquette has been playing in an in the in a number eight role, almost like a, a forward eight in a double pivot with Rice in a four two three one. That's predominantly what Moyes has gone for, uh, with either Lanzini ahead, I, I believe, anyway, um, or, or four nows. I think. <laughs> It's really difficult because on on paper, I do think a Lavia, Ward Prowse, Charlie Alcaraz midfield is better than Rice, Lanzini, and Paqueta in terms of balance. Before West Ham fans absolutely rinse me, Paqueta is a quality player. I think he's really really good, but does he suit that role? I I I personally haven't watched enough to, to come come to that conclusion. Uh, that will be really key, I think. If Declan Rice, as we saw in the game last season, uh, sorry, not last season, earlier this season, Declan Rice scored an absolute screamer. Um, and and overall he played played really nicely, but we have Lavia, um, and 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 that that's our answer. I said also as you as you said I, I mentioned earlier in regards to the fullbacks. I think if we're going to have a good chance at scoring a couple of goals, I think they have to come from the wide areas. Sulemana uh, and Walcott. Walcott needs to keep his form up because my God has he been good for us over the last couple of weeks? Like I'm sure that's why Martin's got the. I'm sure that I'm sure the Walcott. Uh, uh, shirt wasn't on his wall a, a couple of months ago, but um, you know it's it, it, yeah. I, I think Sulemano is is going to be really really crucial. 
as you said, he could be up against Ben Ben Johnson, could be up against Aaron Cresswell. I think he doesn't for pace either way. Um, and to have a, a a big a big man in Paul in the box is going to be really important. Uh, and I'm not sure if if Aguirre is fit. Um, it'll, Zuma, I'm, I can't really remember what he's always either got an ACL injury or or he's fit. So no, I I think. Yeah, well, there's so many key areas, but I think, as you said earlier on, it's going to be a very balanced game, and I think it will be a game of fine margins. But I, we do definitely have the quality to be able to win this match. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Martin, do you have any anything to to expand on that um, regards to regards to the midfield, or do you think that potentially, if we can, you know, given given Moyes' perceived negativity in in his tactics do you feel like maybe if we just keep ourselves tight at the back it give us a platform to to go and nick a goal well, we're gonna to have to be tight at the back with Danny Ings around that's for sure because he's quick he's fast he's still a quality striker we've already seen that the damage that he did in his debut at, at the London Stadium he's brilliant he's a he's a he's a great player and, and that's what does concern me a little bit is the pacing around those back depending who plays in that in that those two centre halves, really, where the Coletta car is going to come in, it's not as quick as uh, you know as Bellacotch has been. Bellacotch is quite quick, it's quite fast. You know, Benderek's not particularly quick. He's played well recently. I think um, Josh, you were disappointed. You know, you did, probably didn't want him to see him on the other side. And I think you probably, as the weeks have gone, mm, yeah, he's doing all right. He's done okay for us, hasn't he, um, Benderek? And obviously, he start the weekend. It's just who his partner is. But they're going to have their hands full with Danny Ings. There's, there's no doubt that he causes big, big problems. Um, be interested if Ben Rama plays. I've always quite liked him. I think he's quite a tidy player. When I've seen him at St Mary's, he looks quite good. But he drifts in and out of games. He's not a massive threat at times. He just goes. They, they, it's a form game, isn't it? Football's all about form, really. And we just got to take out those last fifteen minutes against Spurs and just like use it as that confidence that look, we can win games and we can go after people. But we just got to. Um, Gotta take care of that that final third, how important it is that we we start scoring goals a bit more regularly now. It's so important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean goals goals win games, that's no secret, is it? Um and 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 the only way you're gonna score goals is with creative spark, because if you're not creative enough, you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to break teams down in this league. Um I do wanna ask about a couple of players that have been exiled from the squad that have that ability um, to change games. what, Namely, Samuel Edozi and Joe Aribo. I kind of, kind of understand the Orsic one, um, although I'm not fully behind it yet. Um, but those two, are, those two really do bug me. Um, what do you think, Rob? Because I think me and you have got very similar opinions on on Sam Adozi, but probably not so much on on Joe Ariba. I don't think you're sort of as convinced about Joe, are you, as 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 me? <laughs> I I I really like Joe. I think I, I at the start of the season, I you know I I was I thought six million quid or seven million whatever we pay from five would be like the best the best deal in in the league. I thought, but um. He started off really well and he looked like the main man. That goal against Everton was really well taken. You know, he scored against uh, Leeds as well. And obviously that goal against Villarreal, I don't need to really, I can't really add, add anything more to that because he did all the talking on the pitch. But there's there's got to be something going on. I, I, I just think at, at this point in time, we need players who are 100% committed. And I think Ruben knows that. And that's why you see the likes of Walcott getting all the game time he did. Maitland-Niles, in the interview with Alfie House today, 
He seems very committed to the cause. I mean, even for a lone player, he's openly said when we're bottom of the league that he wants to stay next season if, if the opportunity came about. Um, I, I think Joe got a lot of early criticism, which I thought wasn't fair because he's quite relaxed on the pitch. Um, and, he, you know, when he's he's not the most, um, should I say, not energetic, but he doesn't he doesn't press as much as other players might do when he was playing in a, in a two with with Che Adams. Um, but the guy's got technical ability. I called him Velcro boots at the start of the season continuously because his dribbling skills were unmatched in our squad. Um, I I really want it. I don't know what he's not doing, but I we need him to do it because he's a he's a. If we had a Joe Rebo off the bench, who was fully committed and fully ready to come on and and run and give his all and, and use all of his ability to keep us in the league, then that's fantastic. But if he's only given us sixty percent or fifty percent, then it's it's just not going to be good enough, is it? When you've got Amara on the bench. Dare I say it, Adam Armstrong, if he's willing to give it all, then he should be playing ahead of him. But I think, I agree, Josh, he is technically one of the best players at the club, but if he, but hard work beats talent every day of the week. So if he's not putting in the shift in training, I don't see why he should get a fair shot at the weekend because I think we need every single, we need to make the most positive atmosphere in that changing room as possible. And if there's players bringing that down, you might have one eye on the summer, then... That's not going to do anyone any good, I don't think. I echo everything you say there. Rob, definitely not. Yeah, I, I echo that. Yeah, def- I def- definitely I, I, not. I, think you, I, would, I would say, I would say quickly that the it, the interview with Alfie House was brilliant, by the way, from Maitland Niles. So if anybody hasn't yet managed to get a chance to read it, go and give it a read because it is it is a really interesting read. Um, but also, Martin, I was I was going to ask you just quickly about Joe because he also did an interview this week. Um, to I believe a Nigerian outlet. So, what, what do you did? You, I, I assume you've seen it. Um, if not, happy to have a chat regardless. But if you have seen it, what was your thoughts with some of the things that he'd said? No, I, I, I did read it. Um, I agree with what Rob said about about him. I think he's 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 a bit he's a bit of a casual. He's a he's a free spirit, and, and he certainly seems like that off the pitch as well. Um, it was interesting that there was a lot of lot of chat early on when Sellers come in that players were late for training, not not on time for lunch and, and things like this. Standards weren't great. You could definitely imagine Joe being one of those, can't you? Because he just looks so casual. He said it's kind of like, he kind of says it's, you know, he kept speaking about the coach and Ruben. You know, it's his choice and, you know, his time, he believes his time will come, but he's going to have to start grafting and start putting, putting a, a real shift in. And there's no doubt about that. You can't have people that are 60, 70% committed Got to be hundred percent committed in a relegation scrap, and like Rob said, that's why Theo's in the side. It means something to pull on, pull on the Southampton shirt to to Theo Walcott, and he wants to keep his club in the Premier League. I'd rather see um, Theo Walcott in the squad and in the side over Joe at the moment, and that you know, and Adam Armstrong as well. I know he he gets slated, but he works hard and he will put a shift in. He will track people. The, the, I think the reason Sellers is not playing is because he doesn't track. He's too casual. That the FA Cup game against um, Blackpool at St Mary's, I thought at times he just really annoyed me because it's just like the lack of effort, but it's so noticeable. So yeah, but you need people that are hundred percent committed in a cause like this because if we're going to get out of it, you can't afford a luxury player. Like we had Matt Letizia back in the day. Matt was a bit of a luxury, but he was class. He'd score goals. He'd do. It just had magic about him all the time. I know he didn't work hard, but geez. He was technically so good and just he just scored goals, didn't he, Matt? 
Yeah, I don't think we've got quite quite as a prolific goal scorer in the team right now, do we? Um, but um, hoping hoping that that creative spark can come from some somewhere else. Um, albeit I don't care who it is, Charlie. I, I don't even care if it's from Moy as long as someone's doing it. Um, I mean, this obviously it's it's a a game of huge importance. Um, I think we're all bricking it a little bit. But um, Rob, sh- should we should we go and get a result right? three points at the weekend. <laughs> We've got obviously oh. a, a game against a massive side next week, but how, how, how pivotal could three points this weekend be in the long run in, in, th- in theory? Cause it's, you know, I don't want to tempt it too much. Mate. Mate, I've said it. Um, <laughs> I've said it for a couple of weeks. I think mentally, not only for the club, the fan base, the staff and the players mentally getting, outside of the red zone is going to be huge to show the players that actually fellas we can get out of this you know there's been so many times this season where we've come up short against teams around us i don't have to name them we all know the matches um and we all know various people who were responsible for those performances and whatnot i'm sure i don't need to delve into it but this match is is gargantuan i think What's really important is that we don't get too high or too low off the back of this result. If we win, great. You know, we're uh, we're outside the relegation zone. Yes, West Ham have a game in hand, but there's still nine matches to go and it's still very tight. We'll just be, you know, the way that we talk about Everton and Leeds saying they could get dragged into it. If we win, yes, we're outside the relegation zone, but we're exactly like those teams. We can still get dragged back into it. If we lose, yes, bad. Very, very, very bad. However... There's still nine games to go. Yeah, we do have the toughest run in, but you know there is still a chance. So I think that's the way I'm trying to view it because I'm absolutely bricking it for the weekend. Um, but if we win, don't get me wrong, I will. I'll probably break down in the stadium. Uh, I'm honestly, you, you know, we've, we've had a, a two weeks to, to stew on this on this game since since Spurs, um, and we have momentum going into it. So I can only pray that you know the boys will turn up and get can get a result. I've had a look at the odds for the weekend. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I, obviously, I, I'm not giving out financial advice, but I think the bookies of way 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 um overpriced us i think we're four to one to get a result which is kind of kind of mad from being honest with you um on sofa score uh 85 of people think west ham are going to win i think people are counting us out of this i think there's definitely fragilities in this west ham team that we can really get out i think you know they moise is kind of splitting the fan base at the moment and from what sounds like some of the players aren't too happy behind the scenes there's no reason why we can't light a spark that sets a light moise's career and he loses his job exactly what we did to antonio conte we were 3-1 down against tottenham who had the game by the by the balls basically and we managed to scrape our way back into it was it a pen probably not but we still managed to get our way back into it there's no reason why this squad does not have the resolve to go to the to London Stadium and get a result when so many teams have done that this season as well. So I will back a win. I, I will back a win. I'll back a 2-1 win. I think we'll score two goals. I think it'll be the scrappiest game you've ever seen, but I think Saints come out the come out the other side looking good. Just. I like it. I like it. There's a there's a few sound sound bites in there that, nice. that I can uh, I'll be tweeting back to you uh, after we get pumped five 0 mate. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> no, on the whole, on the whole, I agree. On the whole, I agree. Um, Martin, what's your if you were to give a give an early prediction, mate? What would you uh, What would you say yourself? I don't think we concede. I think um, big advocate. Um, Keep a clean sheet, to be honest. 
I'm going to nil win. Um, Alcaraz, because I love Alcaraz, he's just always scoring goals. I fancy War Prowse is due a free kick. It's live on Sky. Good chance in there. <laughs> equal, equal that. Equal that David Beckham record. James, come on. Come on. I love it. I love it. I'm going to be the. I'm going to be the boring one who goes for a draw, just because I, I can't see a game in which Danny Ings doesn't show up. Because <laughs> he, if there's one thing we know about Danny Ings, is he's the man for a big occasion, um, and this will be a rather big occasion in in Danny Ings's world. So um, yeah, I'll probably yeah, I'll go for a one 0 I don't think it'd be a high score and draw. Um, I don't think that's in the nature of either of our teams. Um, so yeah, the one all draw. Don't don't know who's going to score first. Couldn't even call that. Um, Probably goal from. I want to say, I want to say, Camaldine's going to get his first, and he's going to absolutely love it. Bless him. Uh, Don't he need it? Um, just, uh, just before we do, we do wrap this one up about about West Ham chaps. Um, I did want to, I did want to chat um, quickly because um, I did. We did sort of talk more about Joe Rebo earlier, but but the player that that really, really, really. Um, needs to get himself back in is is Samadozi. So I did just want to have a quick two minutes about Samadozi mm. um, because you know I, I think he's I I absolutely love him and I think he he could he could be so key in these last ten games. Um, what? Why do you? First of all, Rob, why why do you think that sort of since since Ruben's come in, he hasn't had a sniff? And second of all, what, what would you be doing if you were him? If right, I was the, the latter first. I think if I was Sam Dozy and first season of men's football, he's got good game time. He started, he, he what I think it was 10 or 12 games in a row. He started under Ralph, uh, coming off the bench quite a lot. Um, I'd just be giving my all because if you make if it makes more appearances now, it's a massive, massive learning curve for, for, for a lad. You know, first season in men's football in the Premier League, that's tough. But if he can put himself in the in the right frame of mind and really put his um put put his knuckle down at the moment, if we were to go down, he could play a really really big role in the championship next year. We know he's got enough quality to play in the championship and tear that place to shreds. In my opinion, he looks better when he played this season than Nathan Teller did when he was at Saints. And you just see what Teller's doing now with a lot of hard work and determination. That's where you can get to almost twenty goals or whatever it is, um, and two hat tricks. I think the former. Maybe, maybe Sam. Uh, you look at Orsic, you look at Rebo, you look at Samadozi, uh, DCC, four players who have been exiled from the squad consistently. What do they all have in common, do we think? Maybe attitude problems. Young man, a lot of. I, won't, I don't want to pull the money card because I know he's a lovely guy. I've seen his interviews and I have, I have met him before. He's, he is a really nice guy. But I just. That's just in the back of my mind. And I don't want to I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to put anything out there. But I think I there, there's a reason why these players are getting exiled, and it's all for either lack of fitness, lack of effort, and I think that that potentially could be it. But I hope it's not. I really hope it's a secret injury we don't know about because I I really like Sam and he's got yeah, talent I and he, he needs to be able he, he he deserves he deserves to him to show it. So get just get your head down in training, please, for the love of God. Because we need to play like him off the bench. 
110%. Yeah, even if it is just an, an impact for the last sort of 15 minutes, 20 minutes, because he's got it and he is he is electric on his day. Um, do you have anything to, to add, Martin, with regards to Sam? Do you think there is a, there could have been a particular reason that we've seen ourselves rather than behind the scenes as to why he's not getting in? Or, or are you just of the same hope as us that he does? From what I've seen of him on the pitch, I think he looks a really good player. He he, draw, mm. he draws defenders towards him. He goes past people. He's got pace. He you know he gets fouls. I think he's a perfect player to have on the bench to bring off. In, you know, bring into a game when the game gets stretched. He's perfect for it. I know he's young. I know he's raw, but he's only going to get better. And like Rob said, if we do go down, he'll be he'll be a huge part with us next season. He will play a key, key role next season. I think he's a wonderful talent. I'm disappointed that it's not to see him on the bench, but like you guys are both saying, there's there's obviously something behind the scenes where Ruben doesn't fancy him at the moment. And I, I don't necessarily think it's all football inability. But no, I love the boy. I think he's um he's a class act. You know, he'd tear the championship to bits if we go down. There's absolutely no doubt about that. He um yeah, like again, like Rob also uh, touched on on Teller. Um a guy of Teller's quality last season didn't sort of look I don't want to sound too offensive or too rude, but he wasn't he wasn't as good as what Dozy is this season in his first um year in, in the Premier League. So he would he would absolutely eat the championship. Let's hope he doesn't have to and, and that we stay up. But yeah. First thing we got to do is go to go to the London Stadium at the weekend and, and try and, and grind out a result. Um, thank you very very much, chaps, for joining me um, to discuss all of that. It was it was it was brilliant to get your your take on it. Um, if you want to follow the guys on social media, if you want to be updated on anything to do with our football club, um, these men are all over it all the time. So I'll put their links in the description of the YouTube video. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, hit follow on Spotify if you would like to be uh, notified when a new pod comes out. Uh, same on YouTube. If you just hit subscribe, you should be notified every single time that we upload a video, not just a pod, but a short, a clip, whatever you want to watch. It is all on there. Thank you very, very much for listening, guys. And we will be speaking to you again um, in the lead up to City, hopefully three points richer. Thank you very much. <laughs>